What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are in week two of the Hot Mess Espresso podcast. And this week we are talking friendships and borderline. Now, again, this is just my perspective of how I view friendships, how I have learned people with borderline tend to view friendships and all of that good stuff. So grab your coffee, grab your tea. I'm grabbing a sparkling water and uh, let's get into it. So if you remember from last week, a big characteristic of borderline is that things are felt way more intensely. That goes with any emotion and literally any relationship. We know it. We hate it. On one side, because we feel things so much more than the average person, our adoration can absolutely be a curse. In finding an identity, sometimes it can spill over into that identity, being the reliable and really good friend. Unfortunately for us, that means every little thing is a number one priority. Nothing can come second, and I mean nothing. And we stretch ourselves so incredibly thin. Dropping the ball or forgetting something, or God forbid, we have to say no, it brings on feelings of intense guilt, shame, and at times, super depressive episodes. I've held on to friendships that were draining and awful for me because, quote, they needed someone to be there for them while I was busy scraping at the bottom of a very, very empty cup. I see memes and posts about how people aren't always available. I fucking wish I wasn't always available. It's a compulsion at times. I almost cannot be without my phone because the existential dread of not being there for someone when they need me is fucking horrible to deal with. I would love to take hours or days to get back to a person. Shit, I would love to just leave my phone at home and go for a walk like normal people do, but I literally cannot. I can tell that most most people can't understand it because I'm constantly getting picked on about how much my phone is on me, but I've never really had a good way of explaining that it's just more than FOMO or a bad habit. Trust me, I hate this. But then there's the flip side. We cannot regulate how most people do, so a slight disappointment, huge rejection trigger. Emotional regulation is one of the top things those with BPD struggle with, and telling yourself the reality of the situation over and over pretty much never helps. Trying to bring yourself down to a normal level of how people function is nearly impossible, and you'll hear self-aware borderlines like me repeat the rational thought process back, but then add in that they can't get themselves to think that way. Like, they had a dumpster fire of their own happen, and I know that, but I still feel like they hate me and I'm annoying to them. Basically, it's like being on fire with only a gallon of water to put yourself out with. Some of the fire will go out, but bitch, you're still on fire. So a a better example is a friend forgetting a date for something, and instead of saying, oh, they have a lot going on, They wouldn't purposely forget, and I'm sure when they realize, they'll text or call you, and believing that while moving the hell on, uh, our brains are more like, I'm a burden. They don't care. They've only stayed friends with you out of convenience or because they didn't have an out. Your friendship is a joke to them, and you might as well cut them off and move on. 
I've almost cut off years long friendships over them not being able to prioritize something the way my brain has decided it needed to be. It sounds completely ridiculous, but unfortunately, this is the reality that myself is a borderline and I know a lot of borderlines deal with. Sounds exhausting, isn't it? Um, it is. I'm hoping that this short and sweet episode helps people that have borderline friends to understand. And there's my cats knocking over an entire thing of solo cups. If you just heard that big crash. Um, anyways, I'm hoping that this helps people that have borderline friends to understand that they don't really think rationally. It's hell on earth. And while our friends aren't responsible for making us feel better, because (laughs) sorry, they're being ridiculous. Uh, Spoiler alert, your friends cannot make you feel better. Hopefully this opens some communication for people in a way that helps friends and family better understand the dumpster fire of our brain's thought process. Thanks for sticking around for this slight dumpster fire of an episode. I'll see you guys next week.